0: uh if you guys don't remember last time um basically there's uh jacob from uh lot 24 um you know he lost one son joseph who went to rule egypt um and then he went through some uh trials and tribulations and shit and uh uh you know he he did he didn't
1: go to rule egypt well, no. He he got sold into slavery and was a slave, and then went to prison, and then years later, um, was, ruled ruled Egypt. Well,
0: yeah, that was the trials and tribulations part.
1: Oh well, you said that after you said he went to rule Egypt, like it was like a job interview, and Pharaoh was like, "Yeah, bro, you got the job," and then <laughs> Joseph went to the job.
0: Well, he brofisted first, and then went to the job, and yeah. then had
1: trials and tribulations, and that's not the order in which things happened.
0: Well, my 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 bad, I I stand corrected. That's my job. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what is up, heathens? How are you guys doing today? Hi, y'all. Uh, hey there, Casey. Uh, we are going to be going over what happens, uh, when Joseph's brother gets there. And as far as I know, it's just one big punk act, like punked, you know, that Ashton Kutcher thing. I'm fairly certain Ashton Kutcher is going to come out of this thing and be like, ah, got you.
1: (laughs) I don't, I don't think that happens in Genesis, but, um, you know, it's possible. Let's see what happens.
0: Okay. So the, setting it up, Joseph's in Egypt. He's ruling over it. He's he's divvying out all the grain and shit for the appropriate money's amount.
1: Right, because we're now into the famine. So he was there for the seven years of feast, and now we're into the seven years of famine.
0: Right. And then uh, Jacob... Is sending his, uh, what is that now, Uh, 11 sons out. Well, 10. 10.
1: He kept Benjamin at home, his youngest.
0: Right. Sending them to Mm -hmm. go and get grain. Uh, from Egypt, and that's that's setting it up. That's where we're starting off today,
1: right? And this is the beginning of Genesis chapter forty-two. We ended at the at the first five verses of Genesis chapter forty-two last time, so we're kind of picking up at, the, at verse six. But still, the the first part of Genesis chapter forty-two is uh, Israel or Jacob sending his sons to Egypt,
0: right? And just so that everybody is kind of keeping an eye out. There are multiple uh, allusions to Jesus in this entire story. So if you feel like you've noticed one or you've heard me mention one, please down below, give us a comment. Let us know that you heard it. Right on. Yeah. All right. So let's let's get into chapter 42, verse 6. 6. Mm-hmm. six. I remember stuff.
1: <laughs> I just said it.
0: I remembered stuff.
1: Yeah. You did good, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Patronizing (laughs) as fuck. Okay. So, um, Joseph, we know, is the, governor, we'll say governor of Egypt. Uh, He's basically Pharaoh's right-hand man. He is essentially as powerful as Pharaoh. Um, Joseph's brothers show up in Egypt and they bow down to him. They put their faces to the ground. And as soon as Joseph saw his brothers, he recognized them. Um, he, but he pretended to be a stranger to them and spoke to them harshly. He basically interrogated them. Where do you come from? Um, and they, you know, they told him we come from of Canaan to buy food. And, uh, so they didn't recognize him.
0: Right. Here's where everybody should comment because this is an allusion to Jesus. Right uh because you know one of the things one of the prophecies about the Messiah is that he won't be noticed by people or he won't be known by people, not only that though like during his ministry or his time actually on earth supposedly uh but even after afterwards you have people uh you know stories in the bible um w- one of them is two people on their way to Capernaum uh I believe it's Capernaum maybe um and they're on their way, and and Jesus is is some random guy that's just strolling along the road, and starts telling them or asking them rather about Jesus, the Jew that was crucified and whatnot, right? And they don't recognize him. They don't recognize him until they have fed him and everything like that. And uh, you know they were sitting in there and talking, and then he just Batman's right out of there.
1: To be fair, like people wouldn't have if. If there was a historical Jesus, people would not have recognized him. They wouldn't have known what he looked like. In, I mean, in ancient times, even even in the Middle Ages, like people didn't know, like what royalty looked like. So, so like people wouldn't have known what Pharaoh looked like if they weren't in the palace. You know what I mean? Like people would not have known what Jesus looked like. They didn't have fucking CNN and twenty four hour news.
0: Well, well, no, no but you see the 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 thing with the the Jesus story is that these people should have known him because he was such a prominent figure in the area at the time like i mean he he like he fed the 5000 like twice and uh you know the entirety of Jerusalem turned out for not only his coming into the city but also when he was crucified
1: you know you would think there would be more evidence of things like this
0: i mean you would think but i mean why do we need evidence (laughs) but i digress The, the the there will be similar points in this story that mimic uh you know jesus being unknown to people and then being revealed and uh, it, so it's a common theme that you're going to be seeing on these certain patriarchs that are allusions to Jesus Christ, because they see him as or they see these particular people as like forerunners to Jesus, and so that's why they're kind of connected to Jesus. Why Jesus exemplifies a lot of the things that have happened to them in these major stories.
1: Well, it's interesting because you'll see there are twelve brothers.
0: Well, yeah, that's here, true. Which
1: is, I mean, there there are a lot of parallels. Mm-hmm. So, um, basically, they didn't recognize him, but they answered his questions, and he, he remembered his dreams that he'd had about them, and he told them, you are spies, you have come uh, here to see where our land is unprotected. And they were like, no, no, Lord, we're your servants, we're honest men, we're not spies, and... Joseph, you know, it repeats. No, um, you've come to see where our land is unprotected. So I don't know why why he says this to them. Um, maybe to scare them. Well, um, it's
0: the punking thing that I was talking about. Basically, he's asked Ashton uh, ass Ashton Ashton. He acts like an ass. <laughs> Ashton Kutcher, right now, that's the role he's playing because he's punking his brother. Is what he's doing. Uh, He's giving them all this hard trouble because uh, they sold them into slavery. I mean, that's what you do when, you know, you're sold into slavery and stuff, right?
1: I I don't know. I'm white.
0: Well, I also... (laughs) God damn, the (laughs) racism. This is also kind of a test. uh, He says it several times throughout the story. It's a test to see if they are honest. And if they are honest... Uh, then he, he reveals himself to them. Okay. Uh So it, it's kind of like a, a test. It's all about testing these 12 tribes of Israel.
1: Fair enough. Okay, so at this point, Joseph is kind of planning his scheme. Okay, so he says... Um, He tells them again, "You were spies." So the brothers replied, "Your servants were twelve brothers, the sons of one man who lives in the land of Canaan. The youngest is now with our father, and one is no more." Um. So Joseph repeated again, "As I've told you, you're spies, and this is how you will be tested." So he basically tells them, "You will not leave this place until your youngest brother comes here. Send one of." You back to get your youngest brother and bring him back to me, and then he put them all in prison. Mm. I mean, except for the one, uh, I don't remember who he sent. Uh, who he sent, um, let's see, sure as Pharaoh lives, you are spies. Oh, he put all of them in custody for three days,
0: right? Yeah, another allusion to Jesus
1: Christ, right? Got it. So, on the third day. Joseph said to them, do this and you will live for I fear God. If you are honest men, let one of your brothers, one of your brothers stay here in prison. So he changed his mind. He was going to keep all of them and send one back. He ended up keeping one of them. I think he kept Simeon. um, Reuben. um, Nope, Simeon. He kept Simeon and then uh, was going to let the rest of them go back and get Benjamin, the youngest. Right? right. Um, so he tells them if you, if you do this, your words will be verified and you may not die. <laughs> yeah,
0: you might not die. It really <laughs> depends on, you know, what kind of day I've had so far.
1: <laughs> so they, uh, they proceeded to do what he said. Um, and Reuben, Reuben, who, if you remember back to when they sold Joseph into the, um, they sell him to? Ishmaelites. The Ishmaelites. They sold him to the Ishmaelites. Um, Reuben was the one who said, don't leave him in that hole. You know, don't leave him there. Don't sell him. Don't do this. I will come back for him. You know, like they, he didn't want them to do that. Mm-hmm. So Reuben says to the other brothers, surely we're being punished because of what we did to our brother. Now, at this point, they still don't know he's their brother. Right. Mm hmm. The Simeon was taken away from them and bound, right? Well, he was bound before their eyes and then taken away. Um, and Joseph gave the orders to have all of the brothers who were going back to Canaan have all of their bags filled with grain um, and to put each man's silver pouch that they'd brought to buy the grain back in the pouch so that basically they didn't take money for the grain that they gave them. Um And when they stopped um, for the night, so they went on their way. When they stopped for the night, um, they noticed that their silver had been returned. And so they were scared. Um, They said, you know, what has God done to us? I guess they thought that, uh, that Joseph would come after them and say they'd stolen the grain or whatnot. I'm not sure exactly what they thought or why they were so scared, but they were scared. Um, so they got home to their father, Jacob, Israel, um, and he was not pleased, not pleased at all, but they told him the story about what happened. Um, and, um, he basically told him, well, you're not, you're not going back essentially. So Jacob, Jacob said to them, you have deprived me of my children. Joseph is no more. And Simeon is no more because Simeon is in Egypt with Joseph, which he, they still don't know it's Joseph, but Simeon is there. And now you want to take Benjamin. Everything is against me. So basically he's fearful. He thinks that all of his children are going to be killed because it appears they've stolen the grain. Um, So Reuben told his father, you may put both of my sons to death if I do not bring Benjamin back to you. So they're telling him we need to take Benjamin with us and we need to go back. But here's here, Reuben, here are my sons as collateral. How much sense does that make?
0: (laughs) You know, you, you have to admit. The fatherly love is just being spread around like uh, butter at this point because because not only do you have Reuben that is putting up his own sons as collateral, mm-hmm. right? Uh, you, not only that, but uh, but you also have uh, Jacob saying like, "Look, I don't care about you other fucks. I only care about Benjamin here, Benji. <laughs> he's my man. Okay, he's my baby." Mm -hmm. I'm keeping him. You're not going to take him so you can be killed. Uh, But also that's assuming that like Reuben putting up his children to be killed in case Benjamin die. That's like, oh, hey, kids, your grandfather doesn't give two shits about you. He's going to kill you if I don't bring back his little ship. Like, uh, uh, it's just it's it's amazing to me. uh, All this love that's just going around here.
1: Well, so it doesn't even matter anyway, because Jacob says no. Um, He says, you're not taking him with you. Oh,
0: fuck. (laughs) Jacob, God damn it.
1: Well, eventually Judah uh, convinces Jacob or Israel um, that they have to go, that they have to take Benjamin with them. And that's only because they ran out of food and the famine was still really severe. They were only about two years into the famine at this time. And there's five more to go, right? Right. So they have to go back to Egypt to get more food. Well, the brothers basically tell Jacob, Dad, we love you, but (laughs) we're not going back to Egypt unless you send Benjamin with us because this motherfucker over in Egypt told us that he will not see us again without Benjamin. And if he does, he's going to kill us. So we're not going if he's not coming. So um he agreed. He agreed, but uh Judah told him kind of like kind of like Reuben um offered his sons as collateral. Judah basically said, "If I don't bring him back to you, you can blame me and I will take on um that I will bear that for the rest of my life and you can blame me." Um so their father agreed, and he said, put the best products of the land in your bags. Take them down to the man as a gift. Balm, honey, spices, myrrh, pistachio nuts, and almonds. Take double the amount of silver with you, for you must return the silver that was put back into the mouths of your sacks, the initial silver to buy the initial grain, plus more silver to buy the new grain, right? Right.
0: Uh, you know, I'm surprised Jacob wasn't like, well, "Why don't we throw some of your sisters in on this deal too?" I mean, we need to sweeten the pot. You you stole from the fucker, you, you little shits.
1: <laughs> well, that would be something that they would do. I mean, <laughs> it would. But um at this point, they don't. They don't talk about women, the women's. You know.
0: Yeah, because well, they they don't matter. No, not at all. Um, Hashtag moral as fuck. <laughs>
1: So um the men took the gifts and the silver and Benjamin and they went to Egypt and presented themselves to Joseph. So Joseph saw that Benjamin was with them and he told his um steward steward yeah his the steward of his house um take these men to my house slaughter some sort of animal and prepare dinner and bring them to my house. So he's going to feed them. Um so the the brothers were frightened when they were taken to the house because they kind of thought that Um, Joseph was just going to kill him at his house, right? So they were kind of worried. Um, but the steward told, told him, told the brothers, don't be afraid. Your God, the God of your father has given you treasure in your sacks. I received your silver. Um, he, he basically let them know we saw, I put it back. Everything's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, And then he brought Simeon out to meet them, the one that they had kept. Um, So the steward took the men into the house and gave them water to wash their feet, provided fodder for their donkeys, and they prepared their gifts for Joseph's arrival. Um, And they presented them to him when he got there.
0: I'm kind of surprised that Simeon didn't like the first thing that I would have thought would have been like, what the fuck took you guys so long? I was here chained up and shit. I'm surprised they didn't (laughs) snoo-snoo me to death.
1: Well, the only reason they went back was to give food. So basically, it's interesting because the brothers wanted to go back as soon as they got home. Right. You know, they wanted to take Benjamin back immediately. And the father was like, nope, fuck him. Simeon is dead Like, he he basically wrote off Simeon. Right. And the only reason that he made them go back and agreed to the brothers' terms of going back is because they were starving. Right. So.
0: it Seems like Jacob has fallen from the grace of God.
1: (laughs) Well, you would think that God would be taking care of his people.
0: Well, yeah, you would think that he would be plentiful as fuck, but, you know, obviously not.
1: But so here's the deal. He works in mysterious ways. Oh, no, not mysterious
0: ways. Oh, God damn it.
1: I'm going to explain the mysterious ways. Are you ready?
0: Wait, wait, let me see if I can predict this with my Nostradamus-like powers. (laughs) An alien force comes down and saves them all. No. Fuck.
1: (laughs) Okay, so... Um, Joseph asked them all how they were. How's your aged father? You told me about, is he still living? Um, you know, he's, he's very interested in their, in their lives. All right. Um, so they answer him and he saw Benjamin and he got a little bit emotional, um, Oh, so, so
0: he cried like a little bitch.
1: Is well, that what he did? Yes, but a little not bit in of bitch of, tears. Yes, but not in front of them. He went to another room and found a safe space, and he wept.
0: See, <laughs> <laughs> he, he went and found a safe space. Goddamn, safe spaces since Egypt times. God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> he went. Okay, so so he went and he cried bitch tears, mm-hmm. and and in his safe his safe space. <laughs> <laughs> all right,
1: and um, then he washed his face and and went back out. Obviously, because he couldn't just stay in there and fucking cry all night. So um, he was controlling himself. I guess he was still overly emotional. Which I mean, I can't hardly blame the guy. These are his brothers who sold him. He, his, and the, they're all his half brothers except for Benjamin. Benjamin is his like whole brother, which in a lot of families doesn't. Ne- there's really not a distinction, you know between half siblings and and whole siblings or whatever but um but it was really i guess it was just super emotional benjamin really didn't have anything to do with selling him into slavery um right. and so i don't know i just i don't blame him for being a little bit emotional no i
0: don't blame him for crying bitch tears but i mean <laughs> he did do the man thing and he hid his shame <laughs>
1: <laughs> wow. Okay, so this this next passage is interesting. Now we're into we're we're into Genesis chapter forty three. Now we went into Genesis chapter forty three a little while ago, um, but I want to read this particular passage because I just find it particularly interesting. It's uh forty three uh, verses thirty one through thirty four. So after he washed his face and came out, controlling himself, he said, "Serve the food." They served him by himself the brothers by themselves and the Egyptians who ate with him by themselves because Egyptians could not eat with Hebrews for that is detestable to Egyptians. Now
0: it's gotta be the noses.
1: The guy who fucking runs Egypt is a Hebrew, but it's detestable to the Egyptians to eat with him.
0: Now, wait a second. Yeah. Earlier you were like, no, he doesn't run Hebrew. He just manages these this he this grain store he
1: doesn't run hebrew he
0: he or runs egypt, egypt. What, whatever he might run hebrew you don't know
1: well he is hebrew
0: <laughs> he runs egypt <laughs> <laughs> earlier you were contending my whole cuck theory because he doesn't actually rule egypt so i'm wondering casey what you playing at here?
1: <laughs> I'm not playing at anything. I'm simply saying he's essentially the second most powerful man in Egypt. Right. Right. And the fucking Egyptians won't even eat with him because he's Hebrew.
0: I told you it's because of the huge nose. He had to have had a huge nose because you know Jews have big noses.
1: Okay. Well, despite the fact that he was a snuffle lumpagus. <laughs> he was still essentially their boss.
0: Yeah, he was, but I mean, you know, it's it's the same thing in slave days. I mean, you you had the house negroes, I mean, I'm sure they couldn't eat with massa.
1: Well, right, but it wasn't because okay. So, <laughs> let's let's try to do this in an actually historical educate, ed, educated kind of way. Oh,
0: no, not education and shit.
1: Yes. So, but you're flip you're flipping the roles here because okay. it wasn't the slaves who would not eat with the master because they detested his kind it was the master who wouldn't eat the wouldn't eat the slaves <laughs> wouldn't eat with the slaves because the master detested their kind
0: okay
1: but- so in 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 uh Joseph's case he would be the master and the Egyptians would be not the slaves, but you know what I'm saying? Like the Egyptians would be in the slaves role. Well, so it's the Egyptians wouldn't eat with him, not the other way around. It, to me, if somebody is in a position of power, so like if you're the boss and you're in a position of power, you eat with other people who are bosses, not with the worker bees, right?
0: Well, yeah, but I mean, in in uh, a a slave plantation kind of thing, like even if you had, some of the more progressive ones that that treated that that would be in the same situation as as uh you know Joseph and Pharaoh here uh i mean i would they they would still eat separately, i think i mean yes, like like the mat- like the master wouldn't eat with him
1: right, but you're still flipping the rolls, okay, so look how am I flipping the rolls? Because it's not the master who won't eat it's not Joseph who won't eat with the Egyptians. No. no it's but, the Egyptians who won't eat with him. So to me this is th- like to me,
0: okay, in my in 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 my uh representation of it, like the, the um uh parallel, the, the slave plantation, the Egyptians would be white people. And he would be black.
1: But he's he would be the master.
0: He wouldn't be the master of the white people. He would be the master of, of he's the. He's plant- the master
1: of the Egyptians. Well, he, he's
0: the ma. Well, he he's the master of the plantation, but uh, like like just like he would be able to order around white people like on the plantation as far as daily, uh, you know, rules and whatnot. But like as far as like eating together or whatnot, they would still be separate.
1: Right. I guess. I guess we're just talking around each other because to me this is a social construct. Like upper class. So, think about I'm I'm fairly certain everybody has seen the tit- seen Titanic, right? Yeah. Okay. So, think of it this way. The first class people don't eat with the third class people. Mhm. Okay? If a third class person is brought up to first class to eat, that's an honor. Right? Right. Okay. So, in the Joseph Egyptian case, Joseph is first class. He may be the minority race-wise, but he is first class, which means the Egyptians, who would be second or third class, should be honored to eat in his presence, but they aren't. They are, they detest Hebrews and it's, you can't eat together. They refuse, the third class refuses to eat with the first class, which is not typically how um, societal structures, hierarchy kind of structures work. Okay. You get what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, I, I'll concede to what you're saying.
1: I'm not saying you're you're wrong because I get because you were making Joseph the minority.
0: Well, like, yeah, because I mean he is.
1: I get what you're saying, but I was doing it as a social structure. Okay. That was way off topic.
0: Well, it was. Uh, it was way off topic to say. God damn, these Egyptians are racist as fuck. <laughs>
1: <Right>? <laughs> that was the whole point of reading the thing. I'm like, Jesus Christ, these guys won't even eat with their boss. Um. So anyway, the the brothers, let's get back to the meal. They're doing the meal, right? The brothers were set in front of Joseph in order of their ages from the firstborn to the youngest. Um, when it, it, It's interesting. I don't know why they did this and they never really explained this. But for some reason, Benjamin was served five times as much as anyone else, mm-hmm. like food-wise. Um, so they feasted and they drank freely with Joseph.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm not exactly sure what, what, um, tribe or whatnot that Benjamin represents as far as like. The tribe, the tribes of Israel. Right. Which uh, it would be easy to say it's the tribe of Benjamin, but, um, like as far as, as it gets on later down into the Bible whoever like the tribe of Benjamin turns into, I'm wondering if maybe they are like blessed in some way or something like that. Cause I mean, it just seems like, like he, you know, God is showing favor upon Benjamin for being lucky to be born of the same mom or something like that. I mean, it could, could just be that, you know, he's giving Benjamin the biggest meal because Benjamin didn't fuck him over. Um, that's also a pretty good possibility.
1: Right. Joseph um, gave. He, Joseph was the one who gave the instructions to give Benjamin more, right? Right. Um, and he also told the um, steward of the house, fill the man the men's sacks with as much food as they can carry, and put each man's silver in the mouth of his sack. Again, okay. Um, then put my cup, the silver one, uh, in the mouth of the youngest one's sack, along with the silver for his grain. So the steward uh, did what Joseph said. Okay.
0: So basically setting them up yet again to be punked yet again. Not nice repetition there, Bible.
1: Well, yeah, but see, the last time he didn't do anything. So the last time he gave them all the silver back and they were afraid he would do something, but he didn't. So it was kind of like it was a gift. Right. Which is how the steward presented it when they came back to eat.
0: Right. Okay.
1: So, um, as the morning dawned, the men were sent on their way with their donkeys. They had not gone far from the city when Joseph said to his steward, go after those men at once. When you catch up with them, say to them, why have you repaid good with evil? Isn't this the cup my master drinks from and also uses for divination? This is a wicked thing you have done. So...
0: At that point, every single brother shed his pants <laughs> just collectively
1: well, so Joseph's just talking to him now, so um, he hasn't caught up with them the The steward hasn't caught up with the people yet
0: oh okay well when 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 the guy catches up with him, <laughs> just all of them at once
1: so we're up and also we're in genesis chapter forty four now so when when the steward caught up with them, he uh, repeated the words to them. Um, and they the brothers said to him, why does my Lord say such things? Far be it from your servants to do anything like that. We even brought back to you from the land of Canaan the silver we found inside the mouths of our sacks. So why would we steal sil- silver or gold from your house? Um, if any of us is found to have it, uh, he will die and the rest of us will become your slaves. So basically they're saying, we didn't do it. And... Here, starts our shit, and these if you find what you're looking for, then kill that one and make the rest of us your slaves. <laughs> All
0: so, right.
1: So the steward was like, I right, and uh <laughs> um but he said, whoever is found to have it will become my slave and the rest of you will be free from blame. So each one of them lowered a sack to the ground and opened it. The steward proceeded to search it, beginning with the oldest and ending with the youngest. Uh, obviously, the cup was found in Benjamin's sack because that's where the steward put it. Um, and then it says, at this, they tore their clothes. Then they all loaded their donkeys and returned to the city.
0: It drove them so crazy. They were like, we got to get naked, guys.
1: It doesn't say they tore their clothes off. It just says they tore their clothes. I don't oh. fucking know what that means or what the purpose of it oh, is. Oh,
0: they, they hulked out is what yeah. it means. I mean, they pretty much tore their clothes because they're like, ah, oh, Benjamin, fuck you, bitch. We can't <laughs> go back without you or else they'll kill Reuben's kids. <laughs>
1: Well, that's not the deal anymore. That was just what Reuben offered, but the dad. Well, yeah, I know, but, but ja- you,
0: but you know, Jacob. Jacob no. well, you know, Jacob's going to be so pissed off. He's going to be like, "I'm going to take you up on your offer," <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he's just
0: going to, you know, have a red rum weekend.
1: <laughs> well, so Joseph was still in the house when Judah and his brothers came in. They threw themselves to the ground before him, um, and Joseph said, "What is this you have done? Don't you know that a man like me can find things out by divination?" Basically saying. You can't do anything without me knowing it because I'm divine. Right. Right. Um, What can we say to my Lord, Judah replied? What can we say? How can we prove our innocence? God has uncovered your servant's guilt. We are now my Lord's slaves. We ourselves are the one who was found to have the cup. But Joseph said, far be it for me to do such a thing. Only the man who was found to have the cup will become my slave. The rest of you go back to your father in peace. So basically, I guess this is probably his way of getting Benjamin and keeping him.
0: Because he's a broseph.
1: Full, he's full 100% full broseph. Full on 100 broseph, yeah. Okay. Um. So Judah goes to... Ben, uh, Judah goes to... Joseph and pleads with him for Benjamin. He says, you know, um, don't be angry, uh, with your servant though you are equal to Pharaoh himself. Um, do you have a father or brother? Um, you know, our, our dad is super old and if he, if we go back without him, this will kill him. Um, and so basically he says, keep me instead. He offers, he offers to, for them to keep him trying the guilt
0: trip route. That's, that's pretty unique in this situation, I think.
1: (laughs) Well, so it's, he begs for a long time. There's a lot of, a lot, a lot. So basically what Judah does is he repeats the entire story. Um, that's happened so far. He's like, it's kind of like a play by play. Here's a recap of what we've been through since the first time we came to Egypt.
0: Because you know, repetitive shit is new in the Bible.
1: Yeah. So, um, Joseph at this point, this is the very beginning of chapter 45. Um, actually Joseph can't, um, control himself any longer. So he kicks everybody out of the room except for his brothers. And he made himself known. He He told his brothers, I am Joseph. Is my father still living? Um, The brothers were not able to answer him because they were terrified at his presence. Um, I guess they were scared of a dude crying. I'm not really sure.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Bitch tears have never been more frightful. (laughs) Well, apparently
1: he cried so loudly and so like, I, I, I don't even know that the servants all heard the people who got kicked out heard and um everyone in the household everyone in Pharaoh's household heard about it
0: <laughs> it's like hey guys did you did you hear, did you hear Joseph crying like a little bitch last night i mean it was all <laughs> over the place
1: <laughs> <of how laughs> he I really went. shouldn't have
0: put in all of those acoustics you know
1: <laughs> well yeah so um joseph said to his brothers come close to me i am your brother joseph the one you sold to egypt and now do not be distressed and do not be angry with yourselves for selling me here this is important y'all you ready Because it was to save lives that God sent me ahead of you. For two years now there has been famine in this land, and for the next five years there will not be plowing and reaping. For God has sent me ahead of you to preserve for you a remnant on earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. So then it was not you who sent me here, but God. He made me father to Pharaoh, lord of his entire household and ruler of all of Egypt.
0: Now, this is an allusion to Jesus on many levels yes. here because um you know basically being being sent ahead in order to redeem and all that kind of thing. I mean that has allusions to like you know John the Baptist being sent to prepare the way that would be an allusion to to this. Um, and you know, Joseph in general, being the redeemer, being the savior of them mm-hmm. is, 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 is very, um, uh, allusioning.
1: Well, know. his, so he's saying God sent me
0: mm-hmm. to save
1: you. Right. And that's, that's the exact same Jesus thing. God sent Jesus to save mankind. Right. And that's what this story is.
0: Exactly, it's the story of Joseph being sent by God to to to, you know, save the twelve tribes of Israel. It, it's I mean, it's the yeah. Messiah story.
1: Mm-hmm. It is. Um. So, anyway, he tells his brothers, "Hurry back to my father and tell him this is what your son Joseph says." God has made me Lord of all of Egypt. Come down to me and don't delay. You shall live in the region of Goshen and be near me. You, your children and grandchildren, your flocks and herds and all all you have. I will provide for you there because five years of famine are still to come. Otherwise, you and your household and all who belong to you will become destitute. Um, So um, he says, basically, he tells them, come live here. I'll take care of you. Um, and we can live as a family. Like, mm-hmm. I don't blame you. You might have sold me into slavery and that's how I got here, but it was God who basically motivated you to do so, so that I could come here and save all of Egypt and you. Right. Yeah. Um. So then he threw his arms around his brother, Benjamin and wept again. Uh, Benjamin embraced him weeping also. Then he kissed all of his brothers and wept over them. And, uh, then they were talking. So um, that's <laughs> that's the end of this um, section. That's the end of this section. Next time we're going to um, move on to talk about how Pharaoh meets Joseph's brothers. He hears that they're there. So that's where we're going to head next time.
0: Uh-oh, big daddy Pharaoh coming into the mix and shit. Yes. Be like, I didn't know you big noses had had siblings. <laughs>
1: Well, so yeah, we're going to we're they're going to meet Pharaoh. Um the brothers go back, they get Joseph, you know, they move or they I mean sorry, they get Jacob. They get Jacob, they move, all of that reuniting with the father. Right. The son reuniting with the father, Israel blessing Egypt. Mhm. Um so, yeah, it's a uh, Interesting.
0: Yeah. It, it's going to be a fun uh, uh, conclusion to this particular Old Testament story. So then we can finally move on to the next set.
1: Mm-hmm. Which is, you know, what's what's awesome after this, we're, uh, Jacob and Joseph are going to die.
0: Uh-oh. <laughs> going to die.
1: Everybody dies. We're also going to find out what happens to all of the brothers um, individually. Um, because they are the twelve tribes of, tribes of, tribes of Egypt, so we're going to find out what happens to them, how they become the tribes, what their tribes characteristics are, et cetera.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this particular episode. If you did, uh, leave us a comment down below. Let us know, you know, what you thought of it.
1: Punch that like.
0: Yeah, hit hit it. Just smash it with with a hammer. Don't and smash if, your monitor with a hammer though.
1: And if you don't subscribe, you should.
0: Definitely subscribe if you're listening to this. Shameless plug.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's not like we're shamelessly plugging ourselves on someone else's shit. This is our channel.
0: Uh, true, true. Yeah. So if you don't if you don't hit subscribe now, a Pharaoh will come down and shit on your existence. Just saying. He will. Down
1: your throat. Yeah. That's gross. Why are we even talking about this?
0: Well, I don't know. You're the one that talked about shitting down someone's (laughs) throat sounding like a goddamn drill sergeant.
1: (laughs) That came from something. I read that somewhere or heard it in a movie or something.
0: Yeah, it it comes from Full Metal Jacket.
1: I've never seen that.
0: Yeah, well, the drill sergeant stands in front of this guy and is like, I will rip your head off and shit down your throat. Yeah, at that, well, I mean, at the point of his head being ripped off, I don't think he's going to give a shit about his, his shit being shoved down the throats.
1: Anyway, but, don't forget to stand up and use your voice.
0: <laughs> we will see you heathens later.
1: Bye, y'all.